0: Good morning. This is Alan with Secret to My Success and Dawn. Good morning, everyone. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. So we have some big news for 2022. Dawn has decided that we actually have spent way too little time talking to our guests. We've gotten some feedback from listeners that said they want to hear more. So our interviews are going longer. What do you think, Don?
1: I think it's a good idea. Well, it was yours. Well, it was
0: my idea. idea. It's a great idea. So I agree. So you are actually going to get more information from our guests. In fact, some of our guests were so amazing last year. We're going to bring them back, and we're going to talk in a lot more detail about, about their secret to their success how they got to where they were ever to where they are now and some of the challenges they still face. So we're excited.
1: And we're going to get some tools from them, tools and resources that we can
0: share with you to help grow your business. So we've never done this before, but if you have a friend, a family member, somebody that you know that you think we should be talking to, that's either going into business, in business, a resource for business, or a celebrity that's actually transferred themselves from public light to being a business owner, we would like you to tell us about them. My name's Alan, you can reach me at 561-953-2007. My extension's 101. Please enjoy their show. And we're super excited about coming back with a whole new format. Thank you very much. We're looking forward to seeing you next week and please enjoy this week's show. Happy New Year. Good morning, this is Alan, Secret to My Success, here with my buddy Don. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. So, how are you doing Don? I'm fantastic. I'm excited to be here with you as always. I'm right? so excited to be here with you as well. So it's just two of us. Louis is uh, still on his extended vacation from the new year. From the new year, and we have a really cool guest today who does a whole bunch of stuff. So we're going to talk with him. And you know, the new format is your idea. We're going longer. <laughs> we're going that. longer and stronger.
1: That's right. That's right. That's longer, and longer and stronger.
0: Longer and stronger. Longer and stronger. So with that, we have a wonderful guest, Brandon. Brendan, not Brandon, Brendan Cohen. Brendan, welcome.
2: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Well, we are so glad you're here. So this starts actually with me talking to your dad, who is a psychiatrist, right? That's correct. And he was telling me these wonderful things about you. So what's going to be really funny is after you... He's gonna be on our show and we're gonna to talk to him about you. So we're gonna give you the oh, opportunity to talk yeah. about dad before he comes on the show. Okay. Wish you would have knew that ahead of time, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Brendan Cohen, I assume Cohen, you're a nice bagel brother as well. That's right. <laughs> yes, my name's Bornstein. I'm a member of the tribe. It is what it is. So Brendan, let's Yeah, I'm go here
2: in Sacramento, here. California, so I have to I look through uh, for the peers amongst my community,
0: and how'd that work out for you?
2: Great! We just had a kind of a Jewish deli open up like just a couple years back. So,
0: you know, it's funny. My dad lives in Maine, and I went up there one year for Christmas, and the bagels and dreidels society got together for Han- for Hanukkah, and it was oh all, nice! And was all twelve Jewish people from the state of Maine getting together and celebrating the holiday. It was a lot of fun. I don't think there's many Jewish people up in Maine. (laughs) It's just way too cold. Anyway, so let's talk about you. Brendan, let's talk about what you do for your daytime living. How do you get paid?
2: I get paid through a private consulting firm, engineering firm, that uh, has an environmental sector. And when it comes to construction and development projects, they need to essentially clear environmental regulations and laws with with the firms that are developing what they're doing and people like me who is a biologist essentially make sure these things are done correctly and to the laws and regulations and what that looks like is a whole bunch of different tasks that i perform
0: so you're doing this stuff in your own facility or using somebody else's facility
2: yeah so uh it's 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 a lot more of a field component for my job so for example someone needs to build a new bridge or a new road or a new pipeline they send me out into into the field to look for protected species or protected habitats or bird nests and things like that and I'm looking for those things and mapping them and finding out where they are
1: so then you guys so they can clear everything out and come in and then do the construction right
2: yeah so eventually they're going to construct what needs to be constructed um, but I'm going to tell them well you have this a special wetland on on site and you need to avoid it, or you're going to have to pay money if you're going to build over it, or there's this uh, burrow that this special frog or snake or other animals living in and you need to avoid it, watch out for it. Um, you know, it also includes special status plants, rare plants, and uh, all sorts of resources are protected, especially here in California, we have extra protections, and so people need to uh, watch out for these protected resources and they hire uh, my firm or our firm to um, put someone like me out there and find out where these things are and then tell them how to uh, watch out for them.
0: So in Florida we actually have some weird laws so those ducks the geese that are all around you uh, it's legal to shoot them and kill them seriously but it's illegal to relocate them. You're not allowed to relocate them. That's against the law. Hmm. you have anything crazy out there like that in California if you found something on a property that you're saying, ah, this is going to be a problem?
3: Well,
2: there are some some things around invasive species here, and sometimes you'll have a project that says, okay, we're going to reroute this river or do some channel mining or something, and sometimes there will be certain permit conditions for, well, this project, okay, you can do this project, says the uh, state agency, but there's conditions you may have to... Uh, kill or remove invasive species. Like over here, bullfrogs are invasive. So you may have to uh, basically eradicate them if you see them sometimes.
1: So how did you get into to this? What made you decide to go in that direction?
2: I've always been someone who enjoys the natural world quite a bit. Someone who loves science and nature. And uh, I kind of, I went to UC Santa Cruz here in uh, California, and got a Bachelor of Science degree in biology and ecology. And I kind of found my way into the consulting world accidentally and got a job as a starting off as a low level biologist. And at the beginning stages of this career in consulting for biology, you generally are the person on site while they're actually building the project. Sometimes you need someone like me to watch while construction's happening to make sure they don't kill any protected frogs or snakes or what have you that may come onto the site while they're building it. And so they can uh, all watch while construction's happening to make sure everything's gravy.
0: That's wonderful. But you broke from family tradition. Your grandfather's a psychiatrist. Your oh, father's oh, oh, a yeah.
3: psychiatrist.
0: <laughs> and you got totally away from him said, I'm going to go play in the mud.
3: Exactly.
1: How did they react uh, to that? It. How did they did they want you to follow in those same footsteps or how are they with your change?
2: Well, my dad, I think is, is, I would guess he's pretty proud. I think he, he's pretty happy with what I'm doing because, you know, he recognizes the importance of the natural world also. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that we have precious resources left and that, you know, people like us that are protecting what we have left is, is important and is needed at this time. So I think he's, he's happy that I'm doing that.
0: Brendan, here's the problem as proud as you want your dad to be, to believe that he is, and I believe he is, he told me you're an underwear model.
2: That is, <laughs> that is
0: true. He wasn't telling me anything about what you told me. He told me you do TikTok and that you're an underwear model.
1: Well, that's just going to be my next question. So you took their job, like that's your your full-time job, right? And then you kind of, you're doing something else with it as well, as far as the TikTok goes?
2: That's correct. I've I've managed to create about 20,000 followers, on TikTok by basically talking about my job and what I do in a humorous light.
1: And it, I, I watched a couple, the frog guy. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> they were good. Right? Yeah,
2: so the people people on TikTok seem to really love frogs especially. And so I discussed kind of my job in relation to how I might save and work with frogs. And especially, you know, talking about me versus the construction elements of my job and how that plays out and people really like that content.
0: So you're the frog guy and we used, we had a woman on here that was the worm woman, right? Did you listen to yeah. her? Yeah, the worm woman.
4: She's
1: your
2: decent Yeah, TikToks, I think right? her job right. her her role as a worm woman seems <laughs> quite different than mine as the frog guy on TikTok.
0: <laughs> Tell us about what you're doing on TikTok as the frog guy.
2: Well, I'm sharing all sorts of fun biology content, a mix with other personal things I have in my life that I like to share. But generally, more of the content seems to be focused on sharing stuff about frogs and me working with construction crews and how they should avoid uh, messing with the frogs.
0: Why should they avoid messing with frogs? Let's hear.
2: Well, for one, they can get in trouble, and so they they definitely don't want to get in trouble. And the, the crew doesn't want to get fined any sort of fees from the state agencies that are regulating these resources.
0: Okay, that was one. Give me another one.
2: <laughs> Another one is they don't want to see me get pissed off.
0: They don't want to see you pissed off.
1: Yeah, they want to keep you on the right because you're the one who does the reporting, right? That's correct. So
0: how do you and like?
2: Also, when I'm mad, they don't want to see me mad either.
0: <laughs> okay, so how do you like your frog legs? Sauteed, fried, or you don't eat frog legs?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not
0: funny, Alan. It's been He's quite some time protect- since I've had some frog legs. <laughs> I was I was in China. I had frog legs. Everybody said it tastes like chicken, but it just the look of it really bothered me. It was kind of disgusting.
1: So, what got you when you first decided you're you're working on a job site and you said, okay, well, I'm going to create these TikTok videos? What was uh, you know, what was your thought process or how did that initiate for you?
0: Your motivation?
1: Yeah.
2: Well, the motivation was I had been making TikTok videos for a while of other content and fun fun stuff, but it didn't seem to be responded to by the TikTok community, or at least the algorithm. And so when I try to kind of throw these videos together about my job and what I'm doing with the frogs and the construction crews that are kind of, you know, we're sort of on the opposite side of things, it seemed to really strike a chord with the TikTok community, which is typically younger, and, um, and they, they tend to be very passionate about the natural world, I found and they really enjoy uh, saving resources and kind of telling the man like it is and telling them, hey, what, don't, don't mess with those frogs, and they really seem to respond with those elements. And so the video blew up. Uh, I had one video get about 1.8 million views.
0: and uh, That's considered really viral, correct? It. Over a million views is viral.
2: I believe so, yes.
1: Okay. So do you, uh, do you get paid then when, you, uh, when it hits that? How does that work? So TikTok has had
2: a really interesting way they've they've dealt with financially supporting their TikTok creators, and they used to have something called the TikTok Creator Fund, which you could apply for ahead of time at TikTok, and if you had views videos that get a lot of views, they'll pay you a small amount per each like thousand views or what have you. And people would people who got regularly large view videos would get some sort of compensation. But TikTok's changed that, interestingly enough. And now they kind of put it on the users to support each other, which is very interesting. So now, uh, as a TikTok user, you will buy tokens or stuff, sort of like a video game. You'll buy tokens and things that you can give to other TikTok creators if you like their video, so to speak.
0: So, So what keeps you from giving more than you're getting?
2: Well, because I have so much fun with it, and it's a personal enjoyment of mine, and I really enjoy making the videos. It's a creative outlet for me. So I do it for the pure enjoyment of creating something fun and engaging with my community. I've really built a strong biology community of other peers on TikTok, and we engage with each other on science content and support each other's videos and kind of talk about frogs and science.
0: But you've proven to me from what you said, nobody likes to see Brendan playing in the mud, but they like you playing with frogs because that's where all these people are coming to see you, hanging out with frogs, right? Yeah. So how do you expand it? How do you take it to the next level with these frogs? I mean, what do you do? How do you, how do you get more viewers?
2: Well, the view, so TikTok tends to be very specific with its content. So a lot of times creators will talk about how once TikTok, the algorithm and the community likes a certain type of video, they will, or a certain style, the video that you make, they will kind of only respond to those types of videos. And so in order to grow the community and grow my base, I would probably have to really focus on those types of videos mostly to get reactions, get responses and grow the community. And so I could, um, you know, start going live, as they say, it's like Facebook Live. They have a live version on TikTok, and people could support you. And I could kind of do it that way from a <clears throat> from like a, a frog pond or something, and mm. kind of talk about what I'm seeing and how to interact with frogs, and maybe people would support me that way.
0: So we're going to skip to the next subject, which is that you are a paid underwear model, correct? That's correct. So let me ask you a question. If you were to combine some of your underwear modeling commercials with some of your frog stuff on TikTok. Yeah. Will you get more followers or less?
2: You know, that's a fascinating idea. And I think <laughs> there's, a, there's a niche community out there that would absolutely love that.
0: Right?
1: Yeah I, think, yeah, I think it would be great. So who do you model for? Tell us about the underwear model. Tell us about that business.
2: So the the clothing company is a, co- a company called Shinesty. And they make all sorts of really fun outfits. And uh, I was originally someone who would just start off buying their clothing because they were really cool items of clothing. They have these underwear, these special underwear that have what's called the ball hammock. It's kind of a pouch the in the hammock. front <laughs> for your guys.
0: As long as it's not the banana sack. It's got the ball hammock, though, right?
2: <laughs> That's correct. It's, okay. it's much different than that. There you go. And it's Good. really comfortable. And it's kind of their, one of their unique items that they, that they produce. And they're really comfortable. And now I own a bunch of them. And they have really fun patterns. So I started off buying them because they're comfortable and they had really fun patterns on them. And actually, I made a TikTok about all of the fun patterns that I had. And we ended up starting a partnership. So then and I it... also was buying things from them. Like they have really fun suits that are kind of short suits or American flag suits or beer clothing company suits and things like that.
1: That's fun. That sounds fun. So they reached out to you, they saw your your video and said, hey, we want you to do some modeling for us? In a
2: roundabout way, they suggested that we work on a partnership and I used my, uh, basically my social media fan base and following and other things to make um, original content on my own, uh, talking about the products and showing them and modeling them, mostly the underwear. And then they would either use the videos on their own social media channels and their own outlets, and I would push it out on my end as well.
0: It takes a guy with a lot of self-confidence to say, I've never modeled, I've never done anything like this before. I'm about to put my underwear on, I'm going to make some videos and pictures, and I'm going to put it out for the world to see, including my father.
1: (laughs) And everybody
2: else. Right? right? That's correct. Uh, And, you know, I'm I'm not the smallest guy, so you know going out there with just your underwear on for the world to see definitely takes a takes a lot of courage and uh, you know what the original video I did for them ended up getting something like 46 million views on Facebook
0: you had 46 million views of people watching you in your underwear
2: and actually the video in question I was actually shotgunning a beer
0: I gotta gotta define this so you said you're not small how tall are you how much you going for
2: so I uh, I'm around five six or so, and uh, going on like around two twenty or so, two fifteen.
0: Okay, that's not not outrageous.
2: Uh, it's a it's a big guy, but the underwear definitely supports me.
0: <laughs> I was about that's to ask you that. how, but I figured <laughs> I'd let Don <Dawn> do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I love the name. That's funny.
0: So who did they compete with? Who are their competitors in that marketplace? Like Tommy John.
1: So they have other
2: clothing companies that are that are doing this, these unique boxers. I think there's a, a big market growing for quality products, especially among millennials. I think we, as a millennial group, are, are willing to spend a little more on stuff like boxers because they're higher quality, fun clothing patterns, and comfortable.
0: I assume these and are so boxer the premier, briefs, though, right?
2: Boxer briefs, yeah, it's mostly. They have different styles, but mainly they're boxer briefs, yeah.
0: Did they make matching socks? (laughs) Uh,
2: They have cool socks. I gave my friends some.
1: It sounds like a fun company. They sound like they've got, yeah.
0: So I need to ask this question. Of all the things that you do, your dad told me about underwear modeling, then TikTok. Didn't even get into the geology section of it. Biology. (laughs) Biology. I I say hydrogeology. That's what I was thinking. So give me your thoughts on why you believe he told me about that. Let's hear it.
2: I think that's the newest thing in my life, the newest uh, creation. And he's known that I've liked science and biology my whole life. And so he's used to me talking about, oh, the wetlands, this and that, and let's go look for the cattails and survey this pond. And he's used to me talking about science and biology. But when he was looking on Facebook and saw me drinking a beer in my underwear for the world to see, I think he was
0: a little more surprised.
1: (laughs) So it's the newest exciting thing that you're doing. He's kind of... Talking it up with people.
0: Yes. How's this affecting your personal life? You get more dates, less dates. How's it working? Chicks dig it.
1: <laughs> well, it's been a lot of fun
2: either way, and my friends obviously are big, big cheerleaders for me and support me along the way. I love all my content. Um, I have a girlfriend now, and she, you know, will sometimes say, "So I just want to make sure I'm dating an underwear model, right?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yes,
0: that's that's correct." <laughs> That is a riot. So are you going to go over to foreign countries and do this? That would be great. I would love to. So of all the things that you've spoken with to your father about your business and all the things that you've done, what's the one criticism you think you've ever gotten that your dad's spoken to you about?
2: The one criticism. I think he would probably prefer that I didn't shotgun that beer on the first commercial. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> what kind of beer was it? Uh,
2: it was a Modelo. A Modelo.
0: I love those commercials too. Where would they be? So a Modelo, but Modelos don't come in cans, do they? They come in the bottle. They come in a bottle.
2: Uh, they're cans here, at least where I live. They have cans, yeah.
0: So you poked a hole, cracked it open, kind of that way, or you just yeah. And it?
2: what's funny is that I was I was in the field, so to speak, for work. I was traveling abroad for work in another another place and I was staying at a hotel, and I uh, I ended up being on the balcony sort of of the hotel, and I was like, you know, I'm just gonna film this commercial here and see how it goes. And then I ended up, you know, helping be one of their biggest videos.
0: So, staying on a balcony in a hotel, foreign state, you decided to pull out your camera and take a video of you in your underwear popping down a beer, <laughs> right? That's right, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And somehow, some right way, somebody liked it enough that you're actually getting paid for it. Yes. Dude, that is awesome.
1: So you're across all social media networks then, right? So YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, everywhere?
2: Uh, Not YouTube, but I am on Facebook and Instagram, and mainly TikTok is my main avenue.
0: So when we put this up on our website, I need a picture of you in your underwear popping down a beer so we can explain to everybody, here's the guy. Mm -hmm. He's the froggy beer guy.
1: The froggy beer guy. There's the froggy a name. beer guy. Maybe
0: that, that should name. be my new handle. <laughs> froggy yes, beer.
1: froggy beer. That's good.
0: We have to find one of those little beer places that's froggy beer because we could probably figure out a way to make you another.
1: Make his own beer now. That's a good name for a beer, right?
0: The froggy beer. No. Yeah, but he could <laughs> actually be the, the marketing guy. guy for the froggy beer, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: He could go. promote
0: his. I, I'm telling you, I'm going to find you a new beer. revenue stream, okay?
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm on Let's board. Brew up some beer. Some that... froggy beer.
0: That is excellent. So we're going to wrap this thing up pretty quick, and I've got a question. We're about to talk to your father. What is it that your father would never want us to know that you plan on sharing with us? Ooh, that's a really good question.
2: Um, You could probably tell him that that flossing machine that he bought me a couple years back, I haven't
1: used it yet. Nice. The flossing machine.
0: It has nothing to do with the underwear modeling thing, right? It's not that kind of floss. It's just Uh, a a tooth floss thing.
1: No ball hammocks, right? So how do we
0: let's tell people too, like um how do they
1: find you?
2: Well they can find me at Froggy Biologist on TikTok. That's where I make my TikTok content. And that's open for anybody to see. And on Instagram, I'm Brenz underscore Booligans.
0: How did you come up with that
2: name? Uh, because I play a game called the which is a ball game that I competed as a US junior champion in Japan back in the day.
0: I've never even heard of this game, wow. what is it?
1: Me either.
2: So it's similar to bocce ball, but uh, okay. essentially it's a, a ball game similar to bocce ball, but it's a French version, and I've been playing that for a long time.
0: It's amazing what kind of... I, All kinds of fun stuff. Do you realize yeah. that they play competitive badminton? I thought it was a home game that you played in your backyard, and there's actually competitive badminton.
1: Now, do you play that in your underwear, too? <laughs>
0: badminton or this game? Not yet. No? No. <laughs> Now, that's another great revenue stream. You, you need are to create... awesome, man.
1: You need a manager. Yes. Alan, we should manage this kid.
0: We should. <laughs> you need to create that league in the underwear section. Okay? <laughs> right. And you can have teams wearing their own underwear. Like, so much fun. Like you said, there's all these different types of really cool underwear. So mm-hmm. every team's got a...
1: Their own pattern. Yes. Their own style. What do you think? I'll have to talk to Shinesty about that. Maybe they'll
2: take, get it going.
1: Uh, they could sponsor a team. There you go.
0: Right? In fact, we want to broadcast the first one. We want to come out there and do it.
1: And announce, yeah. Yes. We'll host it.
0: I think we could have fun with that. <laughs> Brendan, we can't thank you enough for hanging out with us. We've got to run and actually talk to your father. Sorry. Yeah, Brendan.
2: it's been a pleasure. Thank you so
3: much.
0: <laughs> we are so looking forward to actually meeting you in person at some point.
1: Oh, yeah. When it, when, if you're ever in this area, right? No. Florida. Did you ever come to Florida? We're going
0: to come out to California. <laughs> we're going to go see him. That'd be fun. We're going to go see him That's I what I mean. How about a road trip? Road trip brendan thank you so much thank you brendan thank you appreciate it
5: when it comes to health coverage you want solid value from a trustworthy company you can rely on florida blue offers medicare advantage plans that can help you get more out of your health coverage and don't you want more Call Apple Insurance at 888-MY-BLUE-8 today to speak to a licensed agent about your Medicare Advantage options. That's 888-MY-BLUE-8. Apple Insurance and Florida Blue. Call 888-MY-BLUE-8 today.
2: Florida Blue is an independent license of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association.
4: My name is Tom Reed, and I am the managing general partner at WGP Insurance Services in Lakewood, Florida. What I do is help you as a business owner have the proper protection for your business at a competitive price. We will take time to review your business plan. We will definitely listen to your concerns. We want to help you grow. There's only two things that will happen by letting Tom review your policy. One, he's going
1: to tell you that you have perfect coverage. Or two, he's going to save you
4: lots of money and get you the correct coverage that you need. Give Tom a call. Please call me at 561-953-2007, extension 105. I'd love to hear from you. Good morning. This is Alan with Dawn. Dawn, say hi. Hi, Alan. Secret
0: to my success, and we have the continuation of our first interview, which was Brendan Cohen. And now we are talking to Doc Alan Cohen. Dad.
3: That's right. His dad.
0: Father's son. What was, your, uh, what was your father's name? He was a psychiatrist too, you told me, right?
3: That's right. Yeah, he was a psychiatrist, a psychoanalyst at that time, you know, sort of a subspecialty. Uh, still is, but uh, yeah. Uh, so... Um, What's his name? Harry. Harry. was, was his name? Yeah, Harry. Uh, you know, classic Jewish name. I guess. <laughs>
0: there you go. Excellent. So you are a psychiatrist. Tell us where you went
3: to school. I went to Oberlin College. I went to Haverford School outside Philly for prep school, and I went to Oberlin, the exact opposite of prep school, sort of a liberal co-educational school that uh, was a really good learning experience uh, outside of Cleveland. Uh, Not much else to do but study, you know, out there. And then back to Philly, I went to my father's uh, uh, school, Jefferson, which is now called Sydney Kimmel Medical College but uh, or, and or part of Thomas Jefferson University. It's been in Philly for 170 years or so. Um, and then came out to uh, San Francisco to do a residency. Hold in- on before we get there. Oh, okay.
0: One quick question. Sure. So Philadelphia, who is your favorite cheesesteak company? <laughs> Was it Pat's? Uh, Jim. Was it Gino's? Not
3: Jim's. Who's Jim's? Jim, you know, Jim's. G 6
1: I remember that.
3: Yeah, they're across from, uh, I think, it was West Philly High. Um, and some celebrities who now don't get a lot of uh, celebration. Uh, comedians, such in Philly, who used to go there all the time. They had great water ice uh, right across the street. And then Jim's was around the corner, actually. Um I also liked mama's cheesesteak but you basically can't finish one of those you just can't I'm sorry but um. you can you can do a half but um and, and out here I think you have to get special permit to bring it into the state because it's pretty pretty <laughs> out there but um yeah I, when I'm in South Philly because I went to school you know in center city so yeah we would go to Pats and you know some of the other uh, places down in, in the heart of South Philly which was great but For real, you know, honest to goodness, like, I'm done for the day. I've had my cheesesteak. I don't need food for another 24 hours. That, you (laughs) know, (laughs) (laughs) it. Yeah.
0: Excellent. So let's continue. Now you're out in California. Uh
3: Uh-huh.
0: And what are you doing out in California?
3: Uh, I could get snarky and say as little as possible, but actually I'm very (laughs) busy. Um, I retired uh, from full-time practice in psychiatry uh, in 2019 and then this some kind of a virus thing you know (laughs) bugged all of us literally and I couldn't really retire at that point so I started back doing uh, work by telepsychiatry initially and that was uh, helping the homeless uh, who are COVID uh, at risk or exposed and needed psych treatment so I was doing that, Uh, they were housing folks in, uh, which became Operation Room Key, and uh, had a couple other names. But you know, it, it was I was able to do something which was, helped because I, I was really not having a good time retired and also feeling like I needed to help. So I did that, and then that morphed into basically nearly my same old job that I re- that I retired from uh, with Alameda County uh, after I'd worked there about I worked here about. 18 years so uh, and i had done private practice prior to that
0: Uh, tell us the truth was it really the wife who said get out of the house i'm done seeing you every day
1: she's not retiring get out of here
0: if she's
3: listening to this you know uh yeah no (laughs) it definitely kicked me out of the house she's like if you retire from this job you better find something else man because it's not here and then she said well we have to remodel the house anyway so you're not even going to be able to be here (laughs) And, uh, you <laughs> she know,
1: found a way to keep it, you out, remodel the house, yeah. huh? <laughs> I buy a tent,
3: you know, something, live in the backyard. Uh, but, yeah, we Sorry. were definitely, it was not working to be uh, hanging around. I, I mean, I play electric bass, and I do a lot of artwork with oh. my hands, but I have arthritis, uh, another thing besides psychiatry I inherited from my dad. And uh, kind of put a kink in my plans to play music more. Uh, frequently, But I was in a band for about 25 years uh, after I moved out here. What That's kind to of play. music did bass. you play? Blues, rock, uh, some danceable stuff, and, nice. uh, you know, that kind of thing. You know, old geezer stuff from, you know, the 70s, 60s, a little bit in the 50s, but mostly, you know, rock and soul. And I've jammed with Taj Mahal, a friend of mine's best friend, uh, was actually a guy from Philly who moved out here to go to Berkeley and became a aficionado of repairing and building guitars uh, for you know people like me as well as some celebrity folks. Uh, and his name his name is Fat Dog. That's his Fat whole name, Dog. but his real name at this is Sam Cohen <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm busting him right here and, and he's from our old, old neighborhood outside of Philly he's from uh, right around where my cousins used to live uh, in like ha- Haverford uh, off of Haverford Avenue anyway it's a suburb of Philly and I didn't know any of this when I brought my base in uh, years and years ago to get fixed but he's had some wild parties out there in, uh, north of the city in Glen Ellen. Uh, with some, you know, local folks who are, you know, have a name, and Ta- Taj Mahal shows up at uh, a lot of those parties. He's a cool guy, really bright guy. Now has his kids in the music uh, field doing their That's their fun.
0: Kids. Doc, so let's go mm-hmm. to this. You yeah. followed in your father's footsteps, correct?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah well. professional uh, shoe size fits, too, yeah. So I got his <laughs> shoes. Too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, the field, different kind of field. What he was doing. Uh,
0: Your son has not followed in your footsteps. He's done something totally different. That's right. Did
1: you want uh, him? Did you did you expect (laughs) him to kind of go in that same direction?
3: No, um, you know we. He's had you know a bit of a rough go. uh, Early on, he and his sister, uh, because we, uh, his mother and I divorced when he was young, and I think that was really hard on everybody in their in its own way I really and I was I wouldn't say pressured but I could uh, by my parents uh, my dad I was like yeah you can play music and you could do your art and stuff but you know that's just like a hobby you not right but, uh, yeah. they didn't
1: take it seriously
3: yeah right yeah. Uh, he did finally come to hear one of my gigs after I was gr- ready to graduate med school so he's like okay He's going to be a doctor. I can listen to this <laughs> schlock that I can't stand, but you know, <laughs> he did like he did like Lightning Hopkins. Though it was one of my <laughs> old time blues favorites, so you know that was more mellow. But yeah, he. So I I didn't want to pressure my son. I didn't want him to feel you know. And I, I tried though to see the future, which I can't really do very well these days because it's such a different world. I, None of us can. Yeah.
1: But you let him be himself and find his own way, which I think is really the best way for Yeah, as know. long as,
3: I'm, as, as I feel like I'm doing due diligence as a parent to guide him and give him an fully informed as best I can, uh, have him be fully informed about what could happen or what things you know can come up. And you know, I, but I didn't have a break. I went right through uh, from high school, college, med school, residency and fellowship. Oh, wow. I didn't take a year off. I didn't do you know. I I went to Europe one summer, which was just a, ho- a break anyway. So it was like
1: so you spent your whole life in school.
3: Exactly. So you know, I got that down.
0: <laughs> Doc, let me ask yeah. you: When you were thinking about doing something different, did you think about following in your son's footsteps and <laughs> becoming you, an oh, underwear model? Oh my and god! And we're doing the reverse: <laughs> the pay it forward. Did you give some thought to being an underwear model? and showing the what did you call it
1: the father and son uh the uh, hammock sack. hell, and the, hell,
3: the hell
0: ball
1: no sack. the ball set <laughs> the, yes. the, the, the ball
3: hammock <laughs> yes the ball hammock did you think about okay, that okay that you know i don't even have a good comment for that i can't <laughs> even make up a joke for that that works for me i just would say you know power to him if that's what turns him on i don't know i, I just wanted to remind him that you can't get rid of it. It's on the internet. It's forever. So okay, but of don't all run the, for office. <laughs> but all
0: the things don't you told me office. about him yeah. when we were talking about your son, uh-huh. it was TikTok, the mm-hmm. underwear model. You failed to even mention that he had another job working as a geologist, biologist, a biologist but, job. I keep yeah. saying job. Like Environmental. Be, right. Yeah. You didn't even bring that up. Well, I think that's a hobby.
3: <laughs>
1: that's a, I mean, <laughs> that's like the that's like the job job.
3: <laughs> right? Yeah, he's the frog man. No, I, you know, he's the was, underwear frog guy. I, he's, yeah, he's the frog guy, and I think that's great. I think for of all the things you know that he's doing, the one I can relate to the most is his future and the all of our futures, uh, you know, in terms of the planet. That he's doing something that he can say every day, I've contributed in a positive way.
0: And that's awesome. But you didn't mention any of that. We talked (laughs) about
3: everything else. I'll I'll let him speak his mind about it. But I didn't really didn't come to mind because I was I don't know. I think you were talking about TikTok and it's like that's not what his job is. But I don't know. It just it wasn't it it wasn't (laughs) what came to my mind because I'm so deathly afraid of talking about the other thing. (laughs)
1: What yeah. <laughs> other thing? The underwear model? Yeah. The other. The other
3: yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you're you jumping know,
1: into your fears there.
3: <laughs> I just you know. He, let alone my wife, I won't even go there. He's giving away he's the family there. secrets. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the jewels, right? I get it.
0: <laughs> so, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. All right. With your background, we have found that a lot of the guests that we bring in here that their family members do not encourage them. A gentleman oh, yeah. seriously. Like,
1: well, uh, like a lot of times family will uh, not agree. Is that what you're saying, Alan? Like,
0: Like John, who owned Costa Cars Palm Beach, his family came back and said, what are you, crazy? You've done, you've worked. Oh, right. And he went back out and he started his own business.
3: I see. A second leg is, yeah, another another bite at the apple.
0: Right. And his family is like, you're crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> Look, I, I go through the same thing. I've, I've been an entrepreneur for years and I have a brother who's always said, you know, when things got a little slow, you're crazy. Stop what you're doing. Go get a job like everybody else. Right. Yeah. They're not supportive. In, in and the my well, stop? that's
3: just more work for me, man. If you're crazy, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I know, right? The crazier, the better. No.
3: no. <laughs> that's <laughs> just, awesome. That's my all thought. jokes, folks. <laughs> it's really not, no, I, I think uh, um, I people think I are not to. comfortable. <laughs> They're not comfortable with different. Something, like me. It's like, you know, if he turns out to be the underwear magnet of the world you know and dad was all down not into it it's like you know okay but i want to support him in it so to speak um but uh you know hold hold on hold on on.
0: doc his underwear supports him from what he told us yes okay i was trying for that sometimes
3: (laughs) we both have that bad pun problem that we really go, go far you know And, you know, I'm not going to say dig deep, but we did. did. (laughs) But he, you know, I really wanted to be a stand-up comic. Exact, you know, is what, uh, not really, but I I couldn't shut up in class. So, you know, they finally said, you know, take it on the road or something because you're just always talking, Alan. You're always talking on, you know, please be quiet. Anyway, yeah, I resemble I that remark. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, you do. I resemble that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I think families are uncomfortable with something they're unfamiliar with that's different, mm-hmm. and and so you know everybody wants to have that familiarity factor. Like, okay, I, I see this person in this role or this identity, and if they come up with something completely different, I'm trying to think of the name of that football player. He was a big defensive guy who went into crocheting or something. Hitting. rosie greer rosie greer that's it good man yeah, i couldn't remember
0: he was, yeah, big, was, like, he was a big boy not, too
3: yeah he, you know it was like i think some people i had trouble with that initially like what's that mean you know and so, but the reality is particularly these days people are given freedom to express and be and identify with at least less flack back in the day he was really ahead of his time in that sense, just doing what he wanted to do, and nobody's going to mess with Rosie Greer. <laughs> I, I
0: would like you to reaffirm or dispute one of my theories, and that okay. is that I believe most people don't regret the things they do; they regret the things they didn't don't. do or They accomplish.
1: don't do. Yeah,
3: I think that's totally true. You know, I could certainly identify with that. Uh, so many what ifs. You know, if I had done this, or if I hadn't done that. You know, we all can do do that on one mm-hmm. level or another, if, you know, if I only just let that phone ring and not picked it up, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. If I'd only I'm given that girl the thing? wrong number. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so sure. I mean, I, I think, but it's a hard thing to do. It, ta- it means taking risks. Some people are risk averse and others are like, bring it on, you know, and so I'm all about the risk. And I think Brendan is more about all the all about the risk. I mean, he I, I admire, when you asked me earlier, yeah, I admire his uh, comfort in, I'm not socially always that comfortable, you know, and he is, he could talk to just about anybody, you know, pick up a conversation, find something common ground of some kind, you know, just he sounds, really, yeah.
1: He sounds so like I'm, he's got a really uh, good attitude, and he has fun, and makes what he's doing, you know, no matter what he does, it sounds like he's just got that fun personality.
3: He does, Yeah. I, you know, and he, and it was really hard. He did not. He has never felt good about the divorce. It really did hurt him deeply, as as it did my daughter did in different ways. Risen above that, as a psychiatrist, I, it was like watching a slow, a train wreck in slow motion. You know, yeah. just like I know this is going to be bad, and I can't do anything about it. It has to happen. But what,
0: it, what advice would you give to people that want to do something like your son, but they just couldn't get out of their own way, there's too much garbage in their head or whatever they've had that keeps them he, he, from achieving? Are you talking about well, underwear or are you talking about... I'm talking about underwear. I'm talking well, about anything. Just and just the fear,
1: right, of, of something you want to go do something, yeah. right, and, that, and not, not
0: yeah, going
1: through life question. and having that uh, Regret. That regret. Yeah. Yeah. Good question, Alan. I like
0: that. Every once in a I like while. It. How do they push through that fear? Come on, Doc. A give blind us some good stuff, kid. Oh, Let's okay. get something. Well, give us, yeah. give us a bite. Give us something. <laughs>
3: All right. Well, I would say try to envision if you have a specific thing in mind, um, what the scenario would, how it would play out. You know, if it went this way, if it went that way. You know, life is, is decisions, often. I, I read that somewhere years ago. <laughs> you come to a fork in the road, and you take it, right? <laughs> that was old Yogi Berra joke. But, you know, the, the idea is you've got to make decisions, but try to imagine where you would be and, and the result of, of, as best you can, because nobody knows the future in, in certainty. But, uh, and see, because usually it's a fear that's unfounded or exaggerated that holds people back. What if blah blah blah? And it's really not that bad.
1: And it's the 99% of, of the time. The fear yeah. of
3: failure, right? Right. Feel fear of failure or of uh, embarrassment or humiliation. A whole, all the things that people don't want. <laughs> and it depends on who they are as to what that might be.
1: Or yeah. going against like what you were referencing to family, right? right. So the family wants me to do this. So mm-hmm. I'm just
3: going to so go in now, that
1: direction, right?
3: Yeah, right. like so for someone like Brendan, who is a really tries hard to please people and bring everybody together, I would also add that if it's a specific pushback from a family or person, that those issues are addressed directly. Like, how can I bring this person who's most negative into my, in, at least into the neutral zone, if not, you know, on my side, so you try to understand where what the the actual issues are. It may be envy, or you know, wanting to experience what the other is is doing by proxy, or you know, where there's a sense of, uh, you know, I I miss my chance, and then I don't want them to have a chance, that kind of thing. So or we could get jealousy.
1: Yeah, we could get really deep here with that, right? Mm-hmm. We could. But so the, he's
0: cutting us he's, off in too he's I'd have to charge jealousy. you more, though. Right. You know?
1: That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. <laughs>
3: yes. Do an Alan session
0: We'll pay you ten times what we offered before. <laughs> yeah. Ten times another nothing is nothing, right? Exactly.
3: <laughs> so uh, no, I, I'm kidding. I'm talking about yeah, like just time-wise. Yeah, you know, I can go. I'll just tell him I'm running late. There's it's a, it's a meeting. I can okay I can
0: push a few minutes. I, like I have it. a saying. It's an Alanism. Okay, An Alanism. It's an Alanism. You could use it, Alan. Doc, Alec is like an Alec Glory?
3: Or? No, Alanism. Alan. So it
0: comes down to this one of the famous, <laughs> sorry, famous sorry. ones is, is that it's only money until yeah. it becomes my only money. Oh, <laughs> that, okay. It's, so yeah. funny. it's only money until that it becomes my only, only money. money. And sometimes business owners that are about to start out mm. are super fearful of the fact that they might have to spend a little money or invest a little money into getting yeah. their business going.
5: And well, that's right. like a big
3: fear. Sure. And, you know, it's sort of like me going into a casino. Bad idea. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't do well. And so basically, I just avoid them. But at one point, I tried to say, okay, here's the amount of money I can afford to lose, which I always manage to do, um, Put a you know, limit on it. Okay,
0: so there's a way to fix that. If you go to an <laughs> Indian casino... Mm-hmm. You can just consider your loss as a donation to the Indians. There you go. Okay, <laughs> there you have it.
1: Yes, yeah,
3: so it's it's,
0: Yes, it's, it's payback.
1: To reframing it in your mind.
0: Right. right? When I go to Meagan's right. Sun or Foxwoods, I go to make my donation to the Indians because it's <laughs> exactly. the natural so, part of what right. we need to be doing.
1: So you're either donating or they're they're donating to you, right? Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. like, Eventually
3: it comes back <laughs> around, and yeah. So you know the idea being, if there's fear, you have to face the fear directly. I think when people avoid the fear, it actually gets worse because then it plays on a person's mind, they blow it out of proportion, they don't nail it down and face it directly. Many fear factor or fear related, you know, phenomenon, you know, another F here somewhere, <laughs> um, it, uh, is related to an, an unreal view of what it is that is generating that avoidance or fear. So if you face it directly, you you often find, wow, it wasn't really as bad as I imagined. Yeah, I thought it was right.
0: We need to develop with you what I would consider bite-sized psychology for business owners to be.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah.
0: Because I think people take things little pieces at a time. Yeah, sound bites. Sure. You know, when little, I have yeah. when I have clients coming in or we're talking to people, it's like, oh, there's an elephant. It's like, look, it's one bite at a
4: time.
1: It gets overwhelming uh, sometimes, and that's that's sure. what shuts people down, right? They they. Get mm-hmm. too overwhelmed, right? right. Those yeah, bite-sized like things feel. are good, right? It's those Panic attacks, small steps. Panic oh. attacks,
0: freaking out, crazy. Yeah. They can't yeah, get any I mean, of it done. So they right. become the deer in the headlights, and they just don't move.
3: Yeah, they're paralyzed. and so, yeah. What, but if, if they can break it down into its components and see where the root of this fear is coming from, uh, it may be totally unrelated to the issue right in front of them.
4: Yeah, it, it, you
3: know, it could be something else that triggers an association or memory.
0: We have the next revenue stream for you. We gave your son one, so yours is coming <laughs> up too. Okay,
3: yeah, yeah. okay. I wear a medium,
0: extra large, something in that. Our hammock. We're not talking about hammocks. We're talking about <laughs> bite you. size psych,
3: psychology for business. Oh, yeah, businesses. we don't want any bites, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm, I'm game. I'm game. You know, just uh, hum it in there, baby. You know? We
4: have to figure it out. Hum it, hum in, it in, in there. there. <laughs> <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter, oh, Dawn.
0: That's a hum, baby. Okay. That's from the Giants. Oh, <laughs> Roger yes. Craig, hum- Dawn. Baby. You're turning red.
3: <laughs> can you breathe? I can see it in the phone. That's strange. Oh, it was good, though. So, so hey, Doc, I have right. some. I
0: have some bad news for you. Mm. I don't know how to break it to you.
3: Is it about my taxes? No, it's not about your taxes. No. Thank God.
0: Okay. It's about your son. I don't know how to tell you, but he told us to let you know that the, that really cool flossing machine you got him a couple of years ago, uh-huh.
3: he's never taken he's it, it out of the box.
0: Either.
3: Well, I hope you got a good price on eBay because, man.
0: He's never yeah. taken it out of the box.
3: I don't even know if he brushes his teeth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: a That's totally he's different conversation. <laughs> yes. Well, he's-
1: Right. Taking care of the family jewels, right? In that <laughs> ball oh, With God. the
3: flossing machine, that's no, a problem. Ball- <laughs> <laughs> that's not- Polishers, polishers, <laughs> right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Doc, we've had so much fun just talking with you. I it's appreciate you, you being I, I here. So
1: let's let's. How about yes. we drive a little business? Okay, so you are you're doing? Um, do you take clients from all over? You do like the tell it? Right? You can do the. Uh,
0: so Don really wants word. to know that if she needs if some, I need help. Can I call you? Can some some psychosis <laughs> information that will help her get through.
3: Are you available to people? Uh, well, Thank actually, you. at this point, no. I'm I'm full time committed. At the time that I want to be committed uh, to the county to you know the, the seriously mentally ill, and I I don't want to. I, I'm not available right now for that. Okay. It's an okay. interesting concept. I would just, you know, a so so you can, question. You can but call me, Don, if you want. I'll just, you thank know, you. I'll just click the meter <laughs> and, you know, we'll, we'll go with uh, So I really, I do
0: want to talk to you about bite sized psychology for business yeah, owners. I'm, I think we should come I'm up happy with that. to do
3: that. It doesn't good. have to be business. I mean, it, it, well,
0: our show's focused on business. So I,
3: when, my daughter, okay. when my
0: daughter moves out to California in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to uh-huh. write my book, and it's called okay. I Am Your Dad and I Am a Dummy. <laughs> so that will be a different thing But I think, yeah, well, I think there's a need for this Well then
1: the psychology So mm-hmm. the business, yes But it, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of it stems from You know, family or things that happen Like you were saying, the fear Or, or mm-hmm. someone's in a business meeting And they're trying to push through something And it's not necessarily about what's happening in that moment right. It's really about a something past
3: else.
1: You know, yeah. whatever Event that has got their mentally Stuck in that spot
3: Right. There, yeah, it, it it leaks over into the the current present you know situation. But I, I'd be happy to talk further and see what is of help. You know, I just like to do this anyway, so I can get invited to the party. You know, to help just, people. Right? right. We're gonna invite
0: yeah. you to the party, and I just so okay. then you can
1: play bass, the rock star. I, All
3: right. I want to yeah. share this
0: information with you, just so that you could feel okay. better. Okay. All right. So my parents got divorced when I was seven. And it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me, okay? (laughs) They didn't like each other. They didn't talk to each other. Yeah. And they both remarried to super cool people that I loved my step-parents. Unfortunately, I lost them both last year. And I have made the claim that my parents killed my (laughs) step-parents. So my parents are both still around, but my step-parents are gone. I love my step-parents. And my father went through all this guilt. Going we're through the divorce and how it affected us, and I'm telling you, it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I had four cool parents that were all part of my life.
3: That's good to hear. And, you know, I know because yeah, you don't want to live with yelling and screaming and the histrionics and all that. That's misery for the kids too. Yeah. And that that was where it had to come down for me to like, this has got to, yeah, I, I can't, I can't it, make this continue. And
0: only in our culture do we have the term step, as in <laughs> step parents. So yeah. my kids, what is
1: it, Do they? I've never even thought about that. Do they call it no, something different in other countries?
0: I, I, a or a lot of they have nothing that refers to it. So my kids don't know what my stepmother was. Oh, my, I see. That yeah. was their grandmother.
3: It oh, wasn't their gotcha.
0: step-grandmother. Right. right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It, it diminishes That's it. Nice. It, it. It, you know, it, it makes it something less or different. And it, you know, it's all about the real love and affection and emotion in the relationship, it, and it shouldn't have to be qualified or unconditional terms.
0: I'm sorry. I'm getting into your field, and I should stop. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming <laughs> out here with it? us. Thank you, Doc. Um, thank we you for inviting you.
3: I appreciate it. Thank you, I'm sir. Glad, glad to talk with you both. Have a good rest of your day, and yeah, let's talk again. Definitely. You
1: know? Yes, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Right. Thanks, Doc. Bye.
5: Call Apple Insurance at 888-MY-BLUE-8 today to speak to a licensed agent about your Medicare Advantage options. That's 888-MY-BLUE-8. Apple Insurance and Florida Blue. Call 888-MY-BLUE-8 today.
2: Florida Blue is an independent license of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association.
4: My name is Tom Reed, and I am the managing general partner at WGP Insurance Services in Lake Florida. What I do is help you as a business owner have the proper protection for your business at a competitive price. We will take time to review your business plan. We will definitely listen to your concerns. We want to help you grow.
1: There's only two things that will happen by letting Tom review your policy. One, he's going to tell you that you have perfect coverage. Or two, he's going to save you lots of money and get you the correct coverage that you need. Give Tom a call.
4: Please call me at 561-953-2007, extension 105. I'd love to hear from you.
0: Thank you for joining us. Another lovely episode of Secret to My Success. We will be back next week, right Don?
1: Yes, we'll be back next week with some amazing guests.
0: You're coming back, right Don? It depends, no. <laughs> yeah, I will be back. Well, we are so happy that you've joined us. We will be back with our new format next week on Saturday. Please know that you could listen to any of our podcasts on secrettomysuccess.com. We broadcast on everything from Heart Radio I to... iHeart,
1: Spotify.
0: Thank you for joining us. We will see you
3: next week.
1: See you next week. Thank you. Happy New Year!
3: Thanks for listening to The Secret to My Success on Legends 100.3.